Jeep Ram Studios. Here we go from the 31. It's Abram Smith in the backfield now off to the left side of Bohannon. Fake the handoff. Oh, pass they, near side to R.J. Sneed <laughs> to the 40. 45 slips out of a tackle. He's still on his feet at the 40, the 30, the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, R.J. Sneed. Good stuff. R.J. Sneed on the catch, and uh, the uh, Bears get the touchdown, and they got many, many touchdowns as uh, we welcome into the program the uh, director of sports journalism and from the Baylor Bear Insider, Jerry Hill. Jerry, how are we today? Tommy, it's a great Monday, right? Absolutely. We were just talking about that. Mondays are now kind of cool. You get to wrap up a, a fun weekend and then start looking ahead to the to the next weekend. I mean, how, right. it, it, yeah, it's a it's a good day, and, and, you know, we always have the Aranda Press Conference and uh, get a little maybe nanner pudding, something like that. <laughs> so it's a good way to start the, start the week. Yes, indeed, and we did have ourselves some nanner yeah. pudding today. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let, let, let's talk a little bit about the Kansas game. And, and, and I, I had a uh, uh, an opportunity to sit down one-on-one uh, -on -one with Coach Aranda after the press conference, and, and we'll hear that at 5.15 today. I started with defense, Jerry. When you when you give up seven points in, in right. or, or fourteen and eight quarters, man, you're putting your football team in a great position to win a football game. Yeah, and I do think it starts with defense. I mean, I know the offense put up a lot of yards and points and all that, but uh, you know, Tom, to me, in the second half in particular, it started with the defense because you know Kansas had had that one long drive at, at the end of the second quarter, got it fourteen seven. So it's kind of right there, and they're getting the ball to start the second half. Mm -hmm. And the defense goes out there and stops them, you know, does back-to-back -back three and outs, and, and the offense scores, you know, 14 points in the first six minutes of the third quarter, and basically the game's over. But, yeah, that that was the key, though, and that is where it started. And they held them to 166 yards for the game. Yeah, I know it's Kansas. Uh, you know, I know that. But, you know, let's – I, they those guys hung with Coastal Carolina for a good bit, and they did not hang with Baylor. And, and that's and we were talking about that one. And I don't care if it's one sixty six against Air. That is terrific. Yeah. That puts your team in a great spot. I, I thought the opening drive, Jerry. I mean, you had balance and run. You had balance mm -hmm. and pass. I mean, that was just as clean an opening drive as you're going to see in football. Yeah, and I, I tell you, uh, Coach Grimes has done a great job with this offense. Cause, and, you know, he obviously came in with the reputation and the hype and all that, but, you know, he's he's proven it. Um, you know, he's put, it, he's put a product out there that's pretty special. And, um, you know, like you said, they have had the balance. Bohannon, you know, threw for almost 300 yards, two touchdowns. They rushed, uh, rushed for like over 300 yards again. So, yeah, I mean, they, they've done it both ways and, and been really balanced. I know at one point I looked up and, and I think the yardage was like, you know, 265 rush, 266 pass or something. You know, I mean, that's how balanced it's been. Jerry, what was the difference in the first half and the second half for this offense, you think? Um, I think part of it was, you know, not having the penalties. Um, you know, obviously they turned it turned it over once, uh, you know, they're in the first half, first quarter. And that stopped one drive, and then, you know, you on another drive uh, or, you know, another potential score was the uh, punt return that, uh, you know, got called for the holding penalty. So, you know, you add those up, and, it you know, you could have easily scored 28 points or more in the first half. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, holding on to the ball, they did have one 
uh, turnover in the second half, but it was, you know, late enough where they had already kind of gotten on a nice roll. Like I said, scored 14 points in in uh, the, those first six minutes of the third quarter. But I, what I don't know is they made any big, you know, changes or anything, big adjustments. I think it was just, you know, going out there and, you know, doing what they do. I don't think they had a penalty in the second half. So that's another big thing. You know, they that's been kind of their bugaboo some, particularly in the first game. Um, and I believe they had five penalties in the first half, zero in the second half. Jerry, we were talking about this uh, earlier, and, and it, it, I, Ebner and Smith, mm-hmm. their numbers are almost identical. Uh, number yeah. of carries, number of yards, uh, number of yards per carry. But they're two totally different running backs that teams have to prepare for. I agree in a way, Tommy, but, you know, the way Ebner is running this year, he's a little bit similar to Abram in that he is going more downhill. Um, you know, he he still has a little bit of the shake and bake, but he's a good downhill runner now, and that's what he hadn't had in, in the past. But uh, now certainly Abram, I mean, he will – He's running to contact. <laughs> yeah, he will hurt you. Um, you know, and that was – somebody was asking after the game, you know, what – what running back hurts you when you watch him? And, I, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly where that question was coming from, but I understand what he's talking about. Like, you know, who makes you almost kind of cringe when he runs? And I think that is I think that is Abram Smith. I mean, he's just, you know, he's been a linebacker, he's been a running back, and he's got a little bit of that defensive mentality. But, yeah, he's looking for contact. Jeff Grimes used a couple of defensive players in at fullback and mm-hmm. had that opportunity for a fullback to even get in the end zone. But, being able to have that added wrinkle going in through Big 12 play, how much does that help this offense be a little more diverse? Yeah, I got to tell you, Ward, I was a little, I was a little surprised when they handed the ball off to the fullback because I knew he had done some of that. And actually, the one that was in there that scored was is a tight end or is in the tight end room, but he's you know lined up a little bit at fullback. And but they've had Dylan Doyle in there and. And I believe they've had Braden Nutley in there, but yeah, I mean, it, it, you put that on film, and people have to prepare for it. You may you may not run that fullback dive the rest of the year, but you've got it in the film, and you've got to prepare for that. So yeah, and 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 I tell you another thing that they've done, and and of course this is what he's done in the past that he uses the tight end. Those guys are not out there as just a sixth offensive lineman or just a blocker. Um, you know, they were targeted, I believe, eight times in this game. Baylor threw 24 passes, and eight of them were to tight ends. So uh, that's that's something we haven't seen here. But, you know, obviously he did that at BYU. He had a freshman last year that caught 12 touchdown passes. So I don't know that Ben Sims is going to catch that many, but he is going to catch some passes. Well, and that's a great point. Uh, you're you're going to throw to the tight end. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to use that tight end as an H, and you're going to use that tight end in the fullback. So there's yeah. a multitude of things that they're going to do with the tight end, and they carry a lot of tight ends, and they've actually moved some people into that tight end position and mm-hmm. into that tight end room, including uh, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson Shep, uh, yeah, he's he moved from defensive end to uh, tight end, and, and actually he's in there. He's probably the best blocker of the group, and it's – probably because he's like 6'5", 280-something. So, I mean, he's got the size for sure but and has not got a pass. But uh, I believe he started a couple of games and, mm-hmm. and done well. And you're right. I mean, they they carry a lot of those guys and, and use a lot of them. Um, you know, two of the other guys caught passes in that game. Gavin Yates, you know, obviously scored on the 
two-yard dive, but he also caught about 15-yard uh, pass. Great Dabney caught a pass, and Ben Sims finished with four catches, including that first TD grab, which was really nice. He went up high to get it. So, yeah, the tight ends are actually making their presence known with this Baylor football team. Jerry, one of the biggest questions coming into the season was how is this offensive line going to gel and come together yeah. for this offense? A- after the first three ball games, I-, I know you have to take the opponent into consideration, yeah. but does it look like that these guys are, are having fun, they got that cohesiveness if you're looking for, being able to put their hand in the ground, get a little dirty on the offensive line and be nasty? Yeah, I think they like this offense a lot. I mean, I, I think the when you've got – you know, maybe more mobile guys. I think this wide zone fits them where they're kind of on the move the whole time. So I think they like that part. And, man, they love running the ball. You know, that's with most offensive linemen. I think I think for the most part those offensive linemen would rather just, hey, let's run the ball, pound the rock, um, you know, get dirty, that kind of thing. And, and, and these guys have done that. Um, and you're right, Ward. I mean, you got to gauge it against the competition. But, you know, they have been really dominant up front. I mean, they averaged almost 10 yards per carry against Texas Southern and then obviously uh, rushed the ball for – you know, I I thought this would be a little bit of a test because Kansas had held up better than that. But, you know, uh, Baylor still went out there and and rushed the ball for 300 yards. So uh, this this test this week will be a huge test for this uh, offense because Iowa State, I believe, is leading the nation in total defense. Jerry, one, one final thought on Kansas, and then we'll turn our attentions to uh, yep. to the Cyclones. Uh, your overall impressions through the first three weeks of special teams, I think they've been very, very good. Yeah, I think it's been solid and, and in some areas really, really good. Um, you know, had had just the one holding call on what would have been an 80, 86, I believe, yard uh, punt return mm-hmm. by Tristan Ebner. He had another 50-yarder. Um, you know, the punter has been solid, not spectacular, um, the kickoff guy, uh, Rauschenberg, had eight kickoffs, eight touchbacks. Um, and then you had uh, Isaiah Hankins, the uh, freshman kicker, walk-on kicker, I might add, that kicked a 48-yard field goal this week. So, yeah, they've been very solid. It, it, you know, maybe not, um, you know, game changers or, you know, and they, they haven't blocked the kicks like Matt Rule's teams did. But, uh, yeah, I think they've been – I still think they've been winning the special teams battle and and certainly have some great threats as returners. Iowa State coming in this week, and the defense has been able to get off the field, uh, and especially last week, uh, third down conversion is really good for the Baylor defense. How important is it for them to keep that going against a team like Iowa State? Just get off the field and give your offense a chance. Yeah, I think that will be big this week, Ward. Uh, you know, that Iowa State obviously has some incredible threats. Reese Hall, I mean, he was a unanimous, I believe, first-team All-American last year, uh, Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, uh, you know, rushed for over 1,500 yards. Uh, he's off to a little bit of a slow start. He, he just had his first 100-yard game against UNLV this last week. But he's, you know, he's the guy you have to really zero in on because if you can kind of keep that bottled up, if you can keep him from really beating you, uh, you know, and maybe make Brock Purdy beat you past, and I think you've got a much better chance. Um, Brock Purdy can really fool you. He does a lot of, you know, fake pumping and, and all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, if you can kind of play your technique and all that and keep him contained, then I think you got a great chance. But, uh, yeah, I think the key will be getting that Iowa State offense off the field and getting your offense on the field because um, that's, that's, you know, obviously that's where you're going to score points. But, 
uh, and that that's very simple. But I just think um, if if Baylor can at least contain Iowa State and not let Brees Hall run nuts, I think they I think they definitely have a chance in this game. Jerry, is this is this going to be one of those those old fashioned football games where it's just hey, it's nothing real fancy, my my eleven against your eleven, and, and let's yeah. get physical and see who wins this game. Yeah, and that was kind of the point Dave Aranda made was you know this is an old time game and that, and he likes that you know and I think he respects um, you know their defensive co- coordinator quite a bit and just what they do on defense as well. You know, you know, good recognizes good, I guess. Great recognizes great. And, and uh, Aranda really likes their defense and the way they play. They're a very physical, big, you know, big linebackers in there and big uh, big defensive line. So, yeah, I could see it definitely being that, just, you know, kind of a what, snot nose, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what Johnny Tusa would call it, but, you know, that's that's the kind of game it's going to be. When you look at this uh, Iowa State offense, do you and going back to Baylor's offense, is this a game where you might take some chances early and try to take the top off early just to put them back on their heels if you're successful? Yeah, I think you'd like to take some deep shots. I really do. I, you know, and and they again, it's something else that they've got on film, and they did a little bit of it uh, this this past game of of getting that intermediate pass over the linebackers I think you might see some of that and particularly if Iowa State tries to stack the box you could see uh, uh, Gary Bohannon maybe trying to hit some of those deeper passes or maybe just a little bit um, longer pass over the middle um, like he did I know he did with RJ Sneed one time so um, you might see some of those but yeah I think you'd love to take a shot and and, uh, you know, kind of – I think ideally you get off to a great start. You, you get a lead and make them come from behind. Jerry, man, we appreciate it. Uh, should be a lot of fun Saturday. Look forward to it, the uh, the Bears. And, and again, we we all said doesn't matter what the schedule looks like. Uh, this right. team needed to be 3-0 and going into game four, and that's exactly where they sit. So, they're on schedule. That's right. They've done what they needed to do. You know, you needed to be 3-0. and right now and and i think after the first week they they especially did what they needed to do the first week was just about winning you know it was on the road it was just weird conditions and stuff and and you took care of business so yeah they're they're three and oh they took care of business and and now you now the real test will begin appreciate it my friend we'll talk to you soon thanks tony talk, talk, talk.